R.C. Davis on the line now with Bob Fitzgerald, voice of both men and women's hoops over in London. Do a little London calling here. Fitz, how's it going? It's going well. I mean, we're getting, you know, it's day three of the, the tournament, second day for the, the women, and then the men are getting cranked up for tomorrow. And so, you know, these days of the prelims, you have two six-team brackets, and you play the five other teams uh, in your bracket, and then they get down to the final four in each bracket, and they do the crossover. A1 plays B4, and uh, sounds like a game of Battleship. But, uh, <laughs> but, the, but the tournament, you know, overall is going well, and so been some pretty exciting games. I'm, I'm enjoying it. 27-point win over France yesterday for the men. France had, like, let's see, five, six, seven guys that have played NBA ball. That, that's a good win. Yeah, I mean, when you look at there's, you know, there's six guys in the league, and then I still, you know, consider Mikel Jalabel and Yukuba Diawara NBA guys because they've played. So pretty extensive talent on France when you look at Roni Turioff and Boris Diaw and, you know, watching Nicholas Batum and Tony Parker and Nando DiColo has been signed by the Spurs. He'll play his first NBA action this year. It was uh, really impressive the way the United States, after kind of a slow start, just rolled them in the second half, and it gives you an idea how good Team USA is. And to be honest, when you see LeBron James on a regular basis at practice and watch him play, his passing, he had eight assists. Durant had 22 points and nine rebounds. We really, as a country, have an awe-inspiring amount of talent in the sport of basketball, both men and women. With all the kind of hate and vitriol that LeBron gets during the regular season, do you think more people are starting to acknowledge what a great passer and all the little things he does? Well, I think LeBron made two PR mistakes. You know, I think the decision thing, I'm going to have a televised show to leave my hometown, not a good idea. <laughs> whether, it, think, whether it benefited a boys and girls club or not, which continues to be his reason. Yeah, I yeah. just, you know, I think if he could do that over, he wouldn't. And and I think the other one was that the whole pyrotechnics dance routine we're going to win seven titles you know the next day in miami and that video got shown so many times that i think people don't like that um but as far as you know a guy who's grown up who was a teenager in athens uh was a key part of beijing and then now it's just the stud the alpha male as my partner doug collins calls him on this team in london you got to give him credit i mean he's the best basketball player on the planet and just to see it in a 6'9", 270-pound body is just incredible, whether it's passing or rebounding or scoring, uh, playing defense. He's you know NBA all-defense. He, he just is something special to behold. That over-the-head soccer inbounds pass that he threw uh, to Duran on the fly was just incredible. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking, okay, 64-foot bounce, bounce pass, right on target, right to a streaking Durant. It's just the skill level, even the lobs he's throwing to Tyson Chandler and others. I mean, LeBron James is something special, and I think there's a nice parallel. It's a 20-year anniversary from the 92 team is that that's when Michael transcended magic. And I think this is where LeBron is transcending even Kobe. And Kobe knows that. You know, LeBron's right in his prime. And it's just a, an eerie kind of similarity. Michael, you know, said very famously after the scrimmage in Monaco, hey, there's a new sheriff in town. And Larry Bird and Magic kind of nodded and said, he's right. And I, and I think on this Team USA – I think people realize LeBron's the that's the voice you hear in the gym. That's the one you hear on defense. He's the one who's handling the ball and he's the one who's kind of a triple double threat every time the United States takes the floor. I was reading he wanted Durant to shoot more. He took what, thirteen shots yesterday? Is that just talk or Well, I think they, they look at Durant as just this amazing scorer because the three point line, you know, at twenty two feet, an inch and three quarters, 
Durant, it's it's effortless. It's best you know, best catch and shoot shooter that we have on this team. That spreads the floor. That makes these international teams have to honor the three point arc. But Durant also had eight defensive rebounds, and on this team. Anyone who can rebound the ball can push it. So you'll see guards and forwards get back, get on the glass, and start the fast break, which is where the United States is so lethal. Um, but also, Durant, his size, you know, Tyson Chandler is the one seven-footer on the team. Kevin Durant's not that much shorter than him. No. And so, so they need Durant and Carmelo and LeBron. They're kind of these hybrid power forwards. But LeBron James went all five positions, and, you know, when the coaching staff was asked, you know, how many positions he plays? He played five because that's all there are on the floor. <laughs> Before we leave this game, did those goggles bother Tony Parker? From what you could Completely, tell, completely. Yeah, that's yeah. the. You know, he has to wear the goggles because of the shard of glass he had in his eye that was surgically removed. And if you don't wear goggles, it's it's an adjustment. But then even depth perception and shooting and things along those lines. And, then and to Doug Collins's point, the the fogging. Yeah, I just I just think it was just uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable and just didn't work out for him, but. Uh, he could have been blindfolded and you know led astray because the United States were gonna they were gonna take it to France regardless. As it stands now, we're on with Bob Fitzgerald. Looks like China has 15 medals, USA with 13, and Italy has eight. As we do this taping, a lot of other things going on. Beach volleyball. Carrie uh, Walsh and Misty May survived a scare. Yeah, I, I think that you know you look at the swimming. Uh, France ended up having uh, a little revenge for for Beijing. You know, beat the men in the four by one hundred relay, which is a bit of a surprise. You know, Michael Phelps in the 400 IM not getting a medal. That was a, a big deal. Um, I'm fond of water polo. That's what I did in Beijing. So right. uh, the men have gotten off to a pretty good start. And I think the men and women both have a gold medal chance there. And then we're right next to the BMX venue. And so any, any you know younger kids that are out jamming around on their BMX bikes, hey, you know, you could be an Olympian too. They've added that. So there's, there's an awful lot of going on. But I'll tell you, RC, you flip on a BBC channel, there's going to be rowing or darts. I really? figured that out. <laughs> the English are good in the rowing, and they like their darts on TV. So those are the uh, – I've not had the television set on all that often. Not a big dart fan, I have to admit that. Well, not only a big dart fan, darts on TV has to be – well, that's rough. I think that's why there's a lot of pubs here. I think, yes. that's, I think that's why they have that going. Hey, darts are on again. Okay, what kind of ales do you have on tap? I think that's how that works out. Uh, how are things going with Gina Wariema's ladies? How are they doing so far? Well, as we speak, we're getting ready to do Angola in the United States. But, you know, I really am always impressed with the, the women's team for Team USA. It's that Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, and, and you watch you know, Sylvia Fowles and Tina Charles up front. So many good players, Maya Moore, Candace Parker, uh, Swing Cash, Tamika Catchings. They're just, they play basketball at a skill level and a cohesion and an energy that it's just really, really special. And so it's, you know, the women uh, became an Olympic sport in 1976, and the United States can win five straight gold medals. And that's only been done by the men's team that won seven and then an Indian field hockey team that won seven. Or six, excuse me, to be accurate. So five straight gold medals to be that dominant for over a 20-year period is really something special. They have a 34-game winning streak going into tonight, and uh, the Angola one will probably be the biggest mismatch of the Olympics. So you know there'll be a lot of storytelling and a lot of uh, a lot of history with my partner Ann Myers when we talk about Team USA. Angola, it's their first trip to the Olympics, which is a real honor. You know the men were the team that was the first opponent for the Dream Team in '92. They lost 116 to 48. So I think tonight might be a little more competitive than that, but uh, maybe not much more. 
you mentioned your broadcast partner, Ann Myers. You also get to work alongside Lisa Leslie and Carolyn Peck while they're back in the studio. That's quite a lot of women's knowledge, uh, women's basketball. Yeah, big time. And then, you know, Doug Collins is my partner with Craig Sager uh, on the men's side. Craig also does a great job on the, the women's broadcast. And then Doc Rivers is here to be our studio analyst. So there's a lot. And then Rick Carlisle will sit in the stands with Paul McKeskey the, the other night. And there's a lot of NBA talk and a lot of basketball talk in general, which is perfect for me because, you know, between looking at all the off season and look, the NBA schedule came out and looking at the rosters, um, I know it's not quite the fall yet, but, uh, you know, the NBA season is always kind of top of mind. Well, next up for Team USA on the men's side is Tunisia tomorrow at 2.15 West Coast time. Is that on NBC or NBC Sports, Bob? I think that's on NBC Sports. And then right before that, uh, Doug and I are going to have the France-Argentina game, okay. which will be amazing. So that'll be one at noon, France-Argentina, and then uh, the United States-Tunisia right after that. We've got them back-to-back. So that's one where... Tony Parker and France going against his Spurs teammate, Amanu Ginobili, and then really the last of the Mohicans, like the uh, the George Allen Redskins <laughs> over the Hill Gang, when you've got Delfino and Nocioni, um, Prigioni, who's, who signed with the Knicks, and then Manu Ginobili. This is the last Olympics of that great Argentinian team that has won a gold in Athens and then won a bronze in Beijing and then is looking for three straight medals. So France-Argentina just for a prelim game, that that definitely will be a good one. Is there anything you can tell us about Tunisia at this point? I mean, they have no NBA players per se, but they qualified for the Olympics, so they really can't be an afterthought. Uh, the capital of Tunisia is Tunis. <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as we've gotten. <laughs> no, they, they they have a center that's worth watching okay. um, that, that is a Mesri who ended up going to the Orlando Summer League. And so the Knicks took a look at him and the Magic took a look at him. I went to one of their practices, and what's interesting in Tunisia is that growing up there, you're going to speak Arabic, okay? Mm-hmm. But in school, you must learn French and English. And then you, have to, you can choose an elective between Spanish, Italian, or German. No. So you're already going to speak Arabic. You have to learn French and English. And then you pick another language as an alternative. So Yikes. these people are incredibly well-spoken and fluent in a number of different tongues and going to their practice and talking to a few people there. I started in English. They were answering me in you know, Spanish or Arabic. I'd ask things in English. I mean, it's just amazing to, to hear them converse. And the coaches coach going between Arabic, French, and English. So wow. some of the instructions I could understand, some I couldn't. And uh, it definitely was pretty flavorful in terms of the way they're running all their drills. Well, Bob Fitzgerald, thank you for joining us here on London Calling on Warriors.com, and we'll catch up with you uh, later on this week. That sounds good.